Welcome Hello. back. What's up, everybody? We are back. It's been two weeks. Uh, we've been on vacay. Yes, we have been away. Um, I actually was away at families while you were here at home. Chilling. And I didn't get to watch AEW last week traditionally like mm -hmm. I would on TV. I had to actually watch it on my phone. So it was quite interesting. It was a lot of fun. I actually enjoyed last week's show. Okay. It was uh, really good. I was excited, even though I was watching it pretty much alone because we were watching it at different times. I was watching it live while you were watching it a little bit more behind. Um, it was a great show overall, and I liked it for being the pre-show for uh, Blood and Guts. The lead-up. Nice lead-up. Yeah, it was a great lead-up show. I had a lot of fun watching it, and I had an awesome night with Blood and Guts itself, too. All right. Um, I agree with you. Last week was it was a great night. Um, Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy I thought it was a great match. Oh yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Uh, Hangman versus Starks. Ricky Starks always shocks me. And Christian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Great match as well. Christian Cage and Powerhouse. Like yeah, he dominated him. With it. I was yeah, like, yeah. whoa. I was a little surprised, but I'm not surprised. It was a good story. Good struggle. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Um, Hobbs is like really building himself up. And doing really well. And, uh... I freaking... I gotta say, I love oh, Team Taz. I love Taz's... Minute. What's that? Hangman Page got demolished by, uh, Brian Cage last week. Demolished yeah. by Not, him. So why do you have Ricky Starks? It was supposed to be Ricky Starks at first, two weeks ago, and then they changed it. Oh, that's it. right, they changed the card to Brian Cage. Mm -hmm. I missed that one. Yeah. That's the one I missed, because I came into the show when... Um, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Don Callis were in the car and they were talking, but I was making myself a coffee, so I missed that whole skit too. You made yourself <laughs> a coffee. Um, I made a coffee, right? But was, last week I thought it was like, great. I think it was uh, just as well as the week before. They are on the right track, and then last night happened. Last night was a great show. Blood yeah, and Guts. It I was, think it was awesome. It was a very fun show, a good War Games match for Blood and Guts itself. A uh, couple of ups and downs I enjoyed a lot. I didn't enjoy a couple of things. But, okay. um, yeah, let's get into it. First things first, Nakazawa and Kenny Omega versus Mox and Kingston. What do you think of this? I, okay, so to my knowledge, this was supposed to be a tag team, like one at a time getting tagged in. <laughs> but there was, a traditional tag team match. Yeah, but the... Then JR said, this looks like a Texas Tornado match. And yeah. I had to ask you what that is. Mm -hmm. And you're uh, like, well, it's kind of what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of when there are no tags. It's like when everyone's just going at it. <laughs> this poor ref could not fucking control his crowd. And they were just going nuts. I was like, this is pandemonium. Is this legal? I was confused. I had fun. Mm -hmm. I think the match was lots of fun. Yeah. But I was so confused with the rules i was like he's using a belt okay cody was about to use his belt but he didn't and then no wait was it cody? you're talking about cody my bad that's a different match no who well, used know, a belt other than um not a belt nakazawa used uh, his lanyard around his neck to choke uh kingston he oh, blatantly right. right in front of the ref they're like low blowing each other Right in front and of the, the ref. ref is just like, hey, right. hi guys. <laughs> what are you doing? That's that's what he's doing. Hey, what are you doing? We're like, come on now. Oh, you know, I'm thinking of Arn Anderson because is it the same ref that did Cody's match? No, two one? different guys is actually. It, they were not doing too no, well. No, they were they not doing me. well at all. They confused me with these matches. Um, though it was confusing, I thought it was fun. I really, really fucking love Kingston. I love Kingston so much. I love the way he sells. Yeah, I absolutely. love the way he is in general. There uh, was this moment where he went for a tag and then Kenny like knocked him out somehow <laughs> and he just like stumbled and like looked for a tag for uh Moxley. Yeah. And like did this weird like double take like, oh no, I can't get it. Like it, he does have that selling capacity. I yeah. love the way uh Kingston sells. Mox and Kingston I love as a team together. Yeah, I like them. They're very fun together. I didn't think they would work. I didn't know that they would work like that, but then you know, Kingston talks so much about their history, and I really like this turn that Mox has mm -hmm. and the way their chemistry is together. It's fun. It's old school Brooklyn brawlers to me. Um, so for this match itself, we pointed out a couple of those bad points with just the pandemonium. The ref couldn't. It was mainly the ref for me. 
the ref ruined everything. The ref couldn't get everything controlled. The ref could control everything. I felt like the match would have been better. Yeah. But, like, it was legit just, like you said, pandemonium. It was cra- chaos. It was craziness. And then even after the match, friggin' the rest of the elite come out. Like, the Young Bucks come out, the Good Brothers come out, and help destroy Moxley and Kingston even more. And it's like, they're just showing off. All right, JR said the Tornado Texas thing to SCU versus Jungle Express Varsity Brothers and the Acclaim. No, he actually said it to Nakazawa. Did Kenny, he? Like, it was. Nuh-uh. The, uh-huh, Did because, he? Yes, it was the first match. Oh, shit. It was the very first match. I don't know why I just didn't get it. Back. Like that's what I'm saying. Well, both. It, it both, was just both of them because everything in the tag team match in the next match with SCU, Jungle Express, Varsity Blondes, and the Acclaim. More. I was confused too. I wasn't confused with that. That match Man, was actually dude, well put together. I felt like um, Varsity Blondes actually shown a little bit for me. The Acclaimed put on a great showing as well. Yo, let's Ca- talk about Casta right quick. Uh, yo, that dark side of the ring. Ooh. Uh, shit. He Th- dropped That fire. line was... Nah, yo, I love when he comes out up. mad lame. He's like, yo, yo. And then he spits some fire. I love his cheesy ass. Like, he's mad cheesy, but I love it. Like, he got some good... He got some good rhyme in his game. Um, yeah, going back to, you know, the first match. Like, what do you rate it? Uh... It was cool. It was crappy entertaining. Crappy it was crappertainment. It was crappertainment. <laughs> Cause it was all chaos. It was no order. It was it made no sense. Like Did you think Kenny was lazy? I think Kenny was lazy. Um I think it was laziness on all parts. Not just Kenny. Nah. Yeah, even Moxley's part. Like I just felt like it was a lazy match. I felt like it wasn't your basic opening match that was 0 to 60. Like, there was just way too much. It was. It's like, why Nakazawa, though? Uh, give me Doc Gallows. Give me. I bet if it wasn't Nakazawa. Was, if, it, if they replaced it with Nakazawa, do you think it would have been better? I mean, you give me one of the good brothers, yeah. You know? Okay. Doc Gallows. Yeah. I think it would have been a better match. With Kingston. But still, it probably would have been the same disorganized chaos because that was the plan. To, like, just fuck with them and, I guess, just make it them get off their game. I guess I'm only hating on Nakazawa right now because I didn't like that later on in the night he came out with Kenny's belts, which I'll get into okay. later. All right. I'll get into that later. All right. Hold on. But We're I'm talking s- about Kenny. He got sour milk on me. We're like, talking I- about Kenny. Let's just go into that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go into that. So... Last night wasn't really live. The first thing that we saw live was Kenny Omega and, uh, what's his name? Tony Schiavone. Yeah. And Tony told us that next week we have a one-on-one match between Orange Cassidy Mm -hmm. and Pac to see who will actually fight Kenny to be, go against him at double or nothing. Yeah, this is a little live promo. So, this was to wild up the crowd before the match and everything. And this was weird because uh who came out what's his name nakazawa came out with the belts nakazawa i didn't came like out that one bit three extra belts that kenny what okay this is why i'm not such a fan of kenny as my champion right now because he's gotten lazy he's gotten i there's moments that he's had this great shine and i loved him and i loved that he could save a promo by just talking but showing up on a blood and guts match and then not even wearing at least minimum two belts i don't get it why didn't he come out dressed like nakazawa and nakazawa just holds the other one for him the extra it's some one other extra one you know let it be whatever it is see well but i he but no he didn't he came out with one belt what I would do and is... And boring. I would legit take both of those Impact titles, link them together. Like, snap them together at the belt, at the buckles. Wear those both around my neck. I would, is heavy, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would have the AAA around my waist. And since we're talking about the AEW title and someone wants to come after it, hold it up in the air. Have that in your hand. 
and he to, to, to display it at least. Yeah. Display it. He doesn't look like he is really a proud person to show off these belts. It's just like, yeah, I got it. But it's it. This is his gimmick to come out that way purposely. It's not a good one for me. I don't think it's great at all. I I hate it. I don't think it shows any kind of. Uh, what's what can I say? Like he's not giving me reasons to love him as my champion right now. Like okay, he okay. went collecting the he went collecting the belts. Like Thanos collecting the Infinity Stones, right? Because yeah. that's how everybody's talking about it. And he got the glove, but Thanos was passionate, at least, and he has some good threats. This one, Kenny is just like. All right, so everybody's what? basing it based off this one promo. Now, when he came out to. Go against Rich Swan, he was holding both titles. So this is just this one moment. So everybody's flipping out about that. My one thing is that he didn't come out. He didn't come out and actually. They're not making anything of the title, the Impact title. They're not making anything of the Triple A title on. Then why bring Dynamite. him out? On Dynamite. Then why bring him out? I want to see it defended on Dynamite. I want to see it defended at an AEW pay per view. Well, you Moxley's want, defending his belt Next week If Moxley can defend the uh, IWGP US title belt mm-hmm. Why can't we defend the AAA Omega belt Or now it's the Omega belt AAA Omega belt Or the Impact titles You have two different Impact titles you can defend Like there's no Same. reason why you can't do any of those On Dynamite So my thing is just Make the titles prominent don't make them a prop. Don't make them a joke. Because at this point... That's it, what it felt like. It's like him wearing a tie. Right. And and that's what I felt like a little... Okay, I'm not a fucking big fan. I haven't been a fan for a long time. Like, I'm just new of a fan with wrestling with AEW itself. While having familiarities with other things. But I felt very offended. Okay, <laughs> I was just so... Like, the other thing why that I didn't like. Get, why does he get to wear those belts? Why isn't Kenny wearing those belts and making Nagazawa just hold one or holding them all when he comes in and then making Nagazawa here, Nagazawa, hold that. He's making me. a joke of it. I hate this joke. So, the other thing I, I didn't like, like I don't think he had good chemistry with um, Orange Cassidy. Oh, At man. All. So, <laughs> the, the promo went well. The promo I liked. Um, taking the, the aviators from him, saying you stole this gimmick from me, yada this, yada that. Kenny was famous for the aviators as the cleaner. We get that. Um, it just seemed like they were staggering at the end for a good minute or two. Yeah. Like there was maybe thirty seconds where they were just like standing there. My thing was, was Pac supposed to come out? Because if Pac came out at that moment and made it like, yo, this isn't about you two. It's about m- us two him yeah. and Cassidy yeah you know like make it that more prominent because that's the match that they were trying to hype up for next week you know like right. this kind of was not even there. and them just doing this foretold me seeing Orange Cassidy is gonna win next week immediately uh, not and my thing is maybe they were they hey. threw cast maybe they put Cassidy out there to uh to actually guess how much the fans are liking their chemistry together yeah and personally it didn't seem like they were hype about it they didn't seem like they were chanting at all they didn't seem like they were were screaming freshly squeezed on they what are you talking Uh, about what really do no 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 listen 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 listen. all right can i speak now yeah sure all right i agree with you though that they were staggering on i felt like kenny was prattling he was just looking for joke after joke after joke that he could make and he didn't have much and this is all like he already started out the night with me like all right you do you doing your fun stuff you're doing your moves and whatever okay but you're not impressing me and making me boring then he comes out with his belt shit and i'm pissed off with that already and then it's orange cassidy so i'm high because it's my boy but i'm gonna tell you people chanted freshly squeezed at least three times during that whole thing that's how that's how long you know it went on for it felt like a match okay so get this every time i heard freshly squeezed chant it was followed up by sucks yeah the kenny omega fans obviously um and that whole promo ended with booze the whole yeah, promo because ended with everybody's booze. booing kenny it was a crappy segment and it 
just made people want to see the main event. Yeah, it was like people were already waiting. I didn't know myself that we had to actually wait um, till we got to the blood match, the blood and guts match between the inner circle and the and the pineapple. To um, you know that the fans had to watch it pre-taped on the teletron. So I'm here thinking it was a live crowd the whole night. See, it was their cheers and boos with with watching, watching. what's going on. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's why it was so like more prominent, right? Yeah. Um, another thing is like people are creating such high expectations lately. Mhm. And they like to complain, but they don't want to say what they're complaining about. Okay. And then if they say what they're complaining about, it doesn't feel like refutable evidence. Like, it it just feels like, you just feel like you just want something to complain about. It's not a... We're a generation butthurt. Yeah, you're not... God, man, like, I I just... I think that um, the night in general was a great match for it being quote-unquote live and being a quote-unquote pay-per-view worthy type of show. Mm-hmm. Look, we only we get a bunch of these every year. We get like six of these a year, right? Every yeah. other month we get one live for free on TV. Right. Um, I don't see a reason why people would hate on it. Me personally, I would actually like to see AEW work with TNT to give them an extra hour, because now they are the only wrestling show on rest on Wednesdays. Last night they don't turn them into raw. No, n- dude. no. Nah, hold on, hold on. Wait. I already Go hold ahead. on. If you build it up like a pay-per-view, and we only get four pay-per-views a year, and you give us an extra couple of them on TV for free, I wouldn't mind seeing pay-per-view quality matches for go on. Like yeah, you have the same that? you have the same amount of matches, just extend the length of the match for an extra ten minutes, fifteen minutes. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like give us quality matches on TV. All right, ten fifteen minutes is different from another hour. Because you said an hour. Well, you give this guy 10 minutes. You have five matches in a night. You give them 10 minutes, then 10 minutes, then 10 minutes extra. Oh, then That gives you an extra hour longer. Oh, my God. Nah, show. bro. Nah, I'm sorry. I already feel like two hours is a long enough time span. My mind can't go more than two hours. When I watch a movie that's two and a half hours long, it surprises me. But I got to tell you, my brain cannot handle that much wrestling at a night. When I used to watch Raw... I used to walk away from all the talking and the promos. I only watched what was going on in the ring. It was like, this is boring. I don't want them to do that with AW. I like AW's sweet with the two hours. Okay, but you're comparing it to a Raw with all the promos. I'm saying give us a pay-per-view show. Give us one three-hour show match every two months. I'm not saying every show has to be three hours long. Oh. You're saying I'm making this into a Monday Night Raw. <laughs> like, I don't know why you're saying there's going to be promos here yeah, and there. Don't yell at me. I, I'm correcting you from what you things. said. You, I know, I know you don't, but I'm just <laughs> correcting you and bringing you back down the line. I'm saying, just like they give us last night, Blood and Guts, Blood and Guts should have been a three hour show. Personally, that should have been a pay per view show. When you wrote it on the computer right there, I'm like, oh. That's it? That's yeah. all it was? That's all it was. And it was sad because the Brick Baker versus, what was her name? I don't know. Not memorable girl. I don't know. What was that for? Why? Why you? Why? Because they had to announce that she's going against Sheeta for the title. I'd rather Brick gave a five minute promo than gave that match. I'd rather have had her do a promo and Cargill do a promo mm-hmm. instead of her doing a match with this girl yeah. who just lost on Dark. So why are you going to bring her? Why are you bringing the loser on Dynamite? Wait, why? Look, if you're going to give us Britt Baker, give us a, a quality match. Like I was I was really annoyed with it. Like I was having fun watching it, but at the same time, there were things I could complain about. Mm-hmm. That was unfortunately one of the things I could complain about is that Britt Baker did not show off any of her skills she did not even give mouth talk which i hoped for 
There was no interference, which I hoped for. And I was like, what was this for? There was no after-promo match, which I hoped for. Right. I love her, but this felt completely pointless. Even after the match, you were like, what was this for? And I was like, oh, wait, she's about to give a promo. And then, nope, we went straight to commercial. Right. You're like, oh, what? She's going to be on the mic right now. And then they went to commercial. What? I don't know. That was just a little bit bullshit. But when we did come back from that commercial break, what we did see was somewhat shocking. What's that? We saw the Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky promo. Oh, word. Yo, that oh, shit. Oh, you didn't put that in. I didn't put that the in. The Darby Allen. Uh, but that Darby Allen promo, well, whole skit segment, fire. Yeah, that and was great. That shit Scorpio? had. Scorpio? Yo, they had some words. Ooh, he on fire. I am loving this Scorpio <laughs> Sky. This is the energy yeah. I've wanted to see from him. This uh, character matches his in-ring personality now. Ah. Finally. Um, I like him as a heel. He looks so Floridian in his getup. I love that Ethan Page brought up his and Darby's past. Mentioned that he's the reason why he has a head plate. Mentioned why he, he's the reason why he's got metal in his arm. Oh, shit. Which um, I didn't know. That's history, yo. And like so, you said, nobody wants to see a bunch of matches nobody watched. Oh, Ethan Page yeah. said it. Mm-hmm. But, yo, you had... Darby coming in smack. And first off, this was on the top of the fucking arena. Yeah, you freaked arena. out. This was at the top of the arena. And I definitely freaked out because I have vertigo. Yeah. I have vertigo. If that was me in that spot, no, yo, nah. Nah. <laughs> that railing was like a 25-foot drop. You like, had to rewind it and tell me, like, do you see how close they were to the edge? I was like, yeah, what's up? Oh, yeah. they on, like, the balcony edge. They had the nosebleeds, yo. <laughs> Yeah. They were nosebleeds, and that shit was If that would have went wrong, that would have been scary. But it seems like that stairfall might have gone wrong. Um, it, it, All right, so yeah, Ethan Page threw Darby off the stairs. Yeah. That shit looked like it was painful, but apparently he has no injuries. He. So that whole commercial break is a sell? Yeah, of course. And then they just, they just stare off at Ethan and... Scorpio, like that okay. to me was also prolonged. So why you drag why, that on? Why do you think that was that selling? I I felt like he was actually injured. That selling is because next week he's fighting Rusev. We had Rusev come out and give a fucking strong ass promo. Oh yeah, strong ass promo. That's true. And, and this is gonna the shit out of Kip Sabian. <laughs> and he is gonna go after a weekend Darby Allen, and he's gonna get this title and go on a dominating streak. You think he's already gonna give up the title to Miro? Like, like that? Because they're already setting up Ethan Page and uh, what's his name, Scorpio Sky versus Sting and Darby Allen. They're gonna keep Darby and Sting together. I don't know why, but they're gonna keep this tag team going. And it makes no sense, but they're going to take the belt off of Darby. If they do that, has that Darby is been a, a repu- weak turn. Has Darby been a reputable champion for you? Lately, now that he's been defending it, a little more, yes. But his style is getting lackluster. It's the same shit. He's not performing anything brand new or spectacular. He's doing the same coffin drops from different places. All right, dude, we get it. You could do coffin drop from anywhere. Yeah. Like, we get it. After you did it in the cinematic match... Don't like it's overdone. Yeah. Cause now he climbed up when they were in the bleachers up there, and you know the rafters, DK. Look, it was exciting when he did it last night. It was. It was quick. It was like, oh shit, he's keep he's gonna keep going. He's gonna get the shit kicked out of him, but he's keep going. But I found myself just like not really um, loving everything too much, so, as much as I thought I would. Like I was like. You know, uh, the barbed wire explosion match, we had a, a, a big hype for that, and that went sour. So well, I wanted to take good. caution with this Ending one. Ending was crap. Yeah. It's all about the finish. Yeah, it is. I get it. But um, with, let's see. With uh, Miro, how'd you feel with this promo? Yo, he took good game. He, Miro? He doing, He's doing really well with the way he's been speaking lately and the way he could deliver his tenacity that he deserves to show off because to me, he used to be this freaking brute. And now that I found out he could talk, oh, it's a talking brute. Like, mm-hmm. why not, you know, keep going with him with that? He's If he's talented to talk and shit, 
let him do it so i'm glad that he's going on his solo route i hope he i do want him to be champion i just didn't think like this okay maybe but it makes sense how long has darby been champion too long not uh, too long three months now just four too months long. just too long i wanted cassidy to be champion when they had their draw match and that was fucking bullshit so whatever i hate that they tease cassidy with so many belts and though he's a he's also a one-trick pony too you know they're the same he, character he has more for me he has more entertainment behind his little sloth style it's different Understood. um you know he has two styles mm-hmm. he switches it up he's fast and he's slow he goes from rabbit to turtle anytime he wants and i like that about him with Darby, it's only one direction. He it's, gets beat up and then he comes back. Ow. And watch what I can do. Yeah. That's how it feels for me. It doesn't yeah. really feel like amazing or great. And then, hey guys, look, I'm a stuntman. Wee. Yeah. Like, you're, that's all you're showing off to me. It's like, okay, we get it. You want to be on Jackass. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. You, you're totally, like, great at being a Jackass. Like, you're, you're good. Like, show me what else you could do. Because, like, he was doing great with all his promo work, with mm-hmm. his videos. And then it's like, what happened? Yeah. When he got with Sting, he stopped doing those things. And uh, he had like two or three videos with Sting in it. But then he stopped. So I was like, what happened to these promos? After the Team Taz shit, it was done. Yeah. Oh, man. But let me talk about Team Taz's promo. <laughs> I love Taz. What was it? Taz talk or some shit? Oh, man. It was Taz facts. Something with Taz. Where Taz like, just breaks down all his moves. Yo, he's like, check out my man Powerhouse Hobbs <laughs> throwing Christian Cage like he's a sack of potatoes. I was crying. He didn't say that exactly, but I was freaking laughing at the way he was doing this whole promo. Like a bug. He's like, yeah, sure. Or like a little mosquito. <laughs> he, he was, he, he has, he's such a great talker. I love him. Um,. He had a great promo for the night, I think, and it was fun to hear him just be there. So I was just sad that some things got, didn't get highlighted as much as things like that, you know? Like, okay. I was like, I wish it got a little more highlighted or something, but it's okay. I I thought Taz's part was awesome. What did you think about the tag match, the Fatal 4-Way? The 4-Way... I was confused, but it was fun. Okay. I thought this is where SCU was going to break up. I didn't realize they are going to go against Young Bucks, so that's when they are going to break up. Yeah. So they obviously had to win this week. Um, I didn't see much uh, uh, crazy showcasing from anybody because it's everybody's typical things that I've seen them do already. It's great to see um, Bowen's back. Yeah. Um... Dude, oh man, I know, I know Brian Pillman Jr. is rocking his hair for dad, for his dad and everything, but man, I really wish he would, like, at least make it one color. <laughs> at least one color, bro. Like, yeah, I rock the dual cu- colors, he but haircut. he don't do it right. You could tell he had the longer blonde hair last time, and we've seen him in a match, and this time he got a haircut, so the, the blonde streaks are coming out. So maybe he is letting the brown come out and just letting it be brown, which would be great. Because the mullet rocked the mullet, dude. Yeah. But I hate that blonde. Like, that extra blonde is like, I want to cut it off. I want to fucking cut it off. It's so bad. It's my, my OCD hits hard with it. So, um, so, but with the match in general. It's funny because you going into this match was like, so John Express are going to beat, SC, beat SCU tonight? Yo, I know. I thought it was only them two. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Varsity Blondes. Oh, yeah, the acclaim. Wait, this is a full way? That's when I got confused. Um, I totally forgot. I don't think I paid attention to the promo parts. Okay. Because when whenever there was a promo going on, I was either speaking with someone or I was going to the bathroom or, you know, I took a break from it. I only really paid attention to the matches last week. So I didn't really um, get to see or listen to um, anything that was being advertised for this, uh, for Blood and Guts. I only knew, like, the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. There really wasn't yeah. much uh, build-up for this match itself. It was just like SCU like saying they're not going to lose. Got to this, got to that. Yeah. Um, me, personally, I liked the match. It wasn't the best fucking tag team out there. We've seen better Fatal 4-Ways out there. Absolutely. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. It yeah, was, I thought it was fun, too. It was better than average. I would give it like a 3.5 out of 5. Like... 
But like I you said, ev everybody had their spot, so it was just a basic spot fest match. I, I would have liked to see a little bit more from Christopher Daniels, personally. Yeah. Like, I feel like him and Kazarian were in the match, but weren't highlighted in the match until the end. Or, well, well in they, the beginning and the end. In the middle, they weren't really in it. I they usually like. do that with these guys, though. They give them their highlight at the very end and everything, and it's like, oh, okay, now we get it. I would have rather seen them dominate the ring itself instead of just dominating the beginning and the ending of the match. Um, but I'm excited to see them break up next week. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're great on their own. They were great as a team. But I mean, Scorpio yo, Sky's on his own too. So why was, not have everybody be individual as Scorpio Sky? That's what I was gonna say. They're uh, they already broke Scorpio Sky off, and they like bit the bullet with that. And they know? put it right back into a fucking tag. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. I'm like, oh man. But he, it, I think he's great with Ethan Page. No, so I do. Far. I think it was a great change of pace for him. So. The last match that we we're going to talk about right now, before we take a little break. Yeah. A quick break for ourselves, guys. Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. Don't ever say Marsha. that name like that around Marsha. me. I am so pissed off. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marshall. Yo, QT be trying so much. He be trying so much. And sometimes I really can't fucking take it. All right. So there were things I liked about this match. I'm not calling him Marshall. There were things I did not like about this match. Um, what didn't you like? The ref, again. A lack of control in the ring. Like, yeah, you you brought this up earlier when we were talking about the Nakazawa, Kenny Omega shit. Kenny, I mean, Cody wants to go use his, uh, his weight belt. La Correa! His back belt, just like he always does. But the ref took it. And stopped it and was like, no, you'll get disqualified. And yeah. then QT takes his off and uses it and he doesn't get disqualified. In front of the right ref. Right in front of him. Like, he doesn't disqualify him. Then, later on, Arn Anderson legit interferes in the match and lays his hands on QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. That is an automatic disqualification as well. Like, that nope, is interference. Kept, that is outside interference. I'm... I was at a point where Where's Aubrey? Where's Aubrey when you need her? That's one Where I was like We were on such A good flow for like three weeks Yes bro For three weeks Since what Christian happened? Cage Like has been upping his game and shit With everyone And like Apparently they've been having like Staff meetings backstage I get it This These How many was it? One, two, three, four One, two, three Yeah these four matches That we talked about And promos were all filmed last week prior to this. Uh, so, it was done very quickly. It wasn't done properly. But, look, this match itself, besides the inner circle and the pinnacle, was kind of my match of the night. Yeah? Yeah, because you know what? They did put on a good match. They, threw, they showed the struggle on both sides. Um, they both had good false finishes. I, I'm not a fan of false finishes, but yo, they had a couple of good ones this time. Yeah, he so QT sold me a lot on his um, what is it? Uh, shoulder ups is it? What? We both hey, said. What is it called when you come up and you kick up? Kip up? Not a kip up, but like when you're kick throwing outs. the shoulder up to not get pinned. Kick out. A kick out. Um, we both said this during the match. Oh, this is QT's <laughs> best match since the bunkhouse match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I agreed with that. I was saying that through the night, too. I was like, oh, he's on his par, like, with the bunkhouse match a little. And he's a little... He's surprising. Because when he can, he will pull out his cards. Yeah. But, bro, like, he keeps hiding his aces. I don't know why. Because I don't know if they're doing this on purpose. It's kind of... To him? Mm, or... You think they're doing it to him? I don't know. But I would love to see more of this character from him, actually. I like seeing him coming out, pulling out these random wild cards, these aces. Yo, their promo last week was fire. Absolutely oh, on fire. I was like, wait, what? On top of the bus okay. and everything? Mm-hmm. Like, that shit was great. So, if they can build Q QT now without Cody. Because that's the thing. Anytime you put someone with Cody and... Well, he was part of the Nightmare family for a while. I know, but here's my thing. Anytime you have someone that has a program with Cody and then... They go down the line, don't have that program anymore. 
Yeah. They're not highlighted anymore. They're just not there. They don't have it. They're not. Yeah, the they don't have the winning, factor. Yeah, he had a 13 winning streak, and Cody broke it. Yeah. So I'm. Where's he going from here? That's my thing. What's he gonna do with the the factory itself? Yeah. And will we actually see them all go up? Because now we know Cody's going against Anthony Agogo. Because yeah. he came out and gave him the fucking punch to the gut. And threw the flag on him. Yeah. Yep. That that Union Jack thing, that was... I've seen that in the past. JR, JR has said that he's seen this in the past. And I need to look it up where what this was an homage to. Oh. Cause, the flag going... Yeah, I think the British Bulldog did this back in the day. Oh. And I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But I'm pretty sure he did that. Oh. Um, but... I had flashbacks to my childhood immediately. <laughs> so I love this match. Not love, but I enjoy this match except for those two little problems with the ref. Yeah, I just, it was confusing. We had the wrestlers tightening up their shit. Now I think the refs need to tighten up their shit. Yeah. Completely. Because the I, ref is... Usually the refs are good though, but yeah. they they were not on par this night where it really mattered. Absolutely. The only one that mattered was Aubrey, and Aubrey was... I just want Aubrey ref as ref all night. Or just have Aubrey just train everyone. You know? All the refs? Yeah, yeah, have her train them, you know? Like, training sessions. Well, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, it's all about nerves and when you're there and 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 in the moment. So, I get it. But Yo, that, real fast. Where the fuck did... When did Cody even get busted open? Because, yo, he... Out of nowhere, at the end of the match, just started like bleeding out of his eye. Oh, I don't know what happened. Like, it, I have no idea how he got that. He hit like a tomb. They did like that tombstone spot, and then they stood up, and he was bleeding. What the fuck? <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, so me personally, I gave this match a four out of five. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah, this match I felt like should have started the match of the night. Well, started all the matches. Um. I feel like this would have been a higher energy match than the Nakazawa shit. Okay. Because this was more of a match. That was more of a squash. Yeah. And personally, I just feel like it would have gave us more energy throughout the night. You know, because okay. this was a big blood feud, as was the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. Yeah. You know, like the Nakazawa. Well, maybe they built it up to like, you know, like a little paper cut to more, more blood. And then we got our... Bloodbath in um in that cell match. <laughs> I was about to call it Hell in a Cell, but it's like the music said, nope. Nope, not Don't a say hell that in a cell. Like, Don't yeah, say it's it. Not Hell in a Cell. It is not. So, the main event of the night. Yeah. Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. I in the had War Games match. Fun. I enjoyed it. I I really did enjoy loved it. it. I got my bloodlust. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Everybody bled. Everybody gave us what we expected, blood and guts, minus the guts. But <laughs> everybody had guts. We didn't True. have to get guts entrails in the ring. No, this is not Game of Thrones. Um, No, if it was, we would. So, uh, <laughs> at least the first five seasons. So, I thought for a War Games match, and for AEW's very first War Games match, they're not allowed to call it a War Games match. Right. But for their very first one ever... It was an excellent match. It was put on very well. I thought Sammy put up a great fight against, who was it, Dax at first? Yeah, he went like, up against um, Dax Hardwood. Like, they had a great four or five minutes. I know they cut the first five minutes a minute short. Because um, I even said that seemed a little quick for five minutes. And, yeah, that wasn't. They shaved, shaved off a minute, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Um... But besides that, I thought that it went on without a hitch. Like, I I know that there were a few hiccups. Like, Cash over-fucking-bladed. Cash over-bladed beyond Cash belief. was... He looked like fucking Kane from the old days, oh, bro. Like, <laughs> he could not stand up towards the end of the match. He, he couldn't. He was trying to Do you think get he got spots. concussed or something? No, too much blood loss. Like too yeah, deep, just way yeah. too much. Um, you know the cut I have on my head. When yeah. I lost so much blood, I became woozy and faint and dizzy. So, yeah. yeah. So 
that much blood, plus when you have all that adrenaline pumping through you, more blood is going to pump out. Oh, true. So you have all your blood pumping. Your face is crimson as it is. It, you have that blood in your eyes. You're going to be dizzy. You can't see. You're going to get blinded from that blood. And yeah, I think that's what it was more than anything. I think he got blinded because, dude... He didn't have his feet under he, him, I'll tell you that much. He bled so much that that one spot in the corner, that was all cash. That's the, all The him. right side of... The right ring and the yeah. right tur uh, turnbuckle. The very far Stage right. side. Yep. Yep. All his blood. I was like, dude, Dax started bleeding. Then Guevara got his cut. I was yep. like, I... Cut for cut. What'd you I call like him? This. Helga? <laughs> yo, oh my god, yo, it's Guevara. The way Guevara bled out in the beginning, he had blood right in between his eyebrows. He looked like Helga Pataki. I was like, <laughs> Hey, on a reference, guys. Helga G. Pataki. I was like, why does, she, why does he look like Helga right now? But yo, he showed his scars on uh, Instagram Ooh, today. They were so The one gnarly. along his side panel on his hair. Sassy. And then... The scars on his arm and his back, yo, he got some battle scars, bro. He's got some battle scars, dude. So, <laughs> me personally, he was the highlight of the night. I thought Guevara sold everything. I think he put on a fantastic night. I know that he botched. <laughs> Guevara was great. Yeah, yo, everybody botched a little bit. Exactly. But, but look, that's okay. You know what? Here's the thing. They botched, but they learned something from New Japan. The commentators sold it as part of the match. Finally. They sold it like, oh. He, like what he, part? Um, Guevara jumping and then tripping on the next ring rope. Yeah. When he went from one ring to the next ring and he jumped and he ring tripped. to ring. They blamed it on the fatigue from the match because he's been the first person in the match and he's been dealing with so much. Uh, they learned from New Japan. Nice New, recovery. Yeah. <laughs> But that yeah, happened at the World Osprey match last month. The fucking uh, commentators sold that that was part of the match. Listen, for all you know, that's that could be 100% accurate too. Mm -hmm. That it's possible he is definitely fatigued because he was in the beginning of the match and he's been bleeding out. He's had these two cuts. He's had all this adrenaline. He's been facing all these guys now and they're not even at like guy four yet. Yeah. This was guy three. Yeah. You know. Um... We listened to busted open. We listened to busted open today, and Bully Ray and uh, Dave LaGreco both had different opinions on how they felt about this match. They felt like Bully Ray said that he didn't care, he didn't like at all for the fact that anybody from the Pinnacle bleeding, like it should have been only MJF. I personally enjoy that it was everybody from Pinnacle because. Everybody in the inner circle was dressed like they were from a penitentiary. Okay? Yeah. They bringing, they bringing the game. Why yeah. wouldn't, why wouldn't everybody in Pinnacle They're be bleeding assuming out? the roles of a psycho, let them be psycho. Right. Guevara want to bleed out. Okay, cool. And then my only qualm with the whole match is once Jericho got to the top with MJF. Okay. He clearly showed perfectly. He took something out his wristband and was holding it in his other hand the whole time. Twice. I'm like, we, I saw your ace of cards, dude. Twice. I saw your ace of cards. Why, why are you doing that? So I get it because later on, like right after he took it off, MJF went to bite him on his wrist. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't MJF just bite him on the shoulder or the forearm or something else so that he did so he could avoid where the blade was because obviously the blade was there because it made me just like wait and anticipate when Jericho's gonna bleed open. What okay, I know Jericho's gonna bust open, how are they gonna do it? And then that's when you saw MJF bust out the ring. Oh, so okay, like I that. was wondering the whole night why was there plexiglass on the top of the cage i was hoping they would fall through um part of me one was hoping they would fall through two i knew they wouldn't fall through because i'd be pulling too much of an undertaker card yeah that's too fast too quick to do that yeah okay look if it was wardlow and jake hager on top i would have seen that going down immediately Ooh. but well i don't think the know, weight could have held it anyway. exactly <laughs> that would have been able to sell it these two guys not nah, i wouldn't have seen that um so, like you said, they, their aces were showed, shown. So, one, you saw him pass off the ring. That's one reason why there was plexiglass. Two, you, if just so that he can uh, make sure that he didn't drop the blade. That was the other reason. Okay. Now, the 
moment I saw him pass the ring, and then the moment I saw him take his hand out of his, uh, like he was holding something in his finger, like pinching his thumb, like he was doing the 3D sign. Right. For maybe a minute. I'm like, all right, so he's getting beat up, but he's holding his 3D sign. So obviously he's got a blade in his fin- in his hand, you know? Yeah, right. And it's like, you could be less obvious. Like, dude. That's what got me, like, lost from the match is when I was watching his hand the whole time. Because now, now that I know, you know, based on, like, movies and anything that you told me about people, uh, wrestlers blading for the sake of making itself for the match, it, it just... It took me away from everything that they were building up for. And um, I would agree with Bully Ray where he says that the camera angle they used for Jericho falling off was very poor. Mm-hmm. It didn't um, It didn't give me that wow factor. I hold for from a fall because I'm like, oh, you have something that looks like it's still caging, but it's just... Gym flooring and plywood. It was gym floor, plywood on top of boxes. It wasn't even... And pillows. <laughs> it wasn't even uh, airbag like it usually is. Right. It, it was legit cardboard boxes. It came out today. It was reported today. Cardboard boxes. So, guys, my thing is for the way it should have gone down, I'm fine with them ending on top. Have a cameraman up there. Have a cameraman show MJF. Like the eagle eye? Yeah. Have him show MJF, toss him off, and just keep the camera up there. Like panning back and forth between Jericho and MJF. That's it. The M- the inner circle freaking out down below. Yeah. And then just you pan in on uh, MJF's face and end show. You didn't have to have the close-up of Jericho. You, just, you had to have the faraway shot of Jericho. Yeah, because it's like, oh, we're just watching Jericho talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, guys. Did I look good? Was it cool? It looked cool, right? Like, that's, it looked cool, that's what right? it looked like to me. It's a 50 like, year old dad. Cool? A 50 year old dad tried surfing for the first time and landed on his ass. Yeah. I caught the wave, but it looked cool, right, guys? It looked cool, right? You caught it on camera? Did you get it? Did you get that angle? Did I look good? I was just like, ah, oh, come on now. Like, so the match itself was awesome. I enjoyed everything else. I have it. to agree on another thing that Bully Ray said. What's there that? was no point of pulling apart the ring. There was no reason to pull up the plywood. They didn't get a good sell on it. There was no real build-up to it. Um, Something like that, I feel like, is better off with a one-on-one match than a fucking 10-way match. That would have been cool between Wardlow and Hager going at it yeah. and then body slamming each other or something. If but no. Something like that happened, like it was them two. And it wasn't even used. Exactly. If No, it was used... The FTR did a pile driver onto somebody. Oh, onto they did a somebody pile on, driver. Yeah, but it wasn't even shown. It was shown from far away. Like, they didn't even, like, take the time to acknowledge it. It's like, all right, that's up. And then, bam, they were on the other side of the ring, on in the other ring. Oh. And then, bam, they just hit the fucking uh, pile driver. And then, bam, you're paying attention to something else. There was no big buildup for it. When Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny, Gargan- Johnny Gargano did that in NXT... It was a huge fucking buildup. Be- yeah. It, yeah, like, they were tearing it apart. They were fighting by it, going back and forth by it, into the point where it was actually utilized and it became the moment that the match ended. That was oh. the ending point. You know, like, why have MacGuffin if you don't use it in a movie? <laughs> Am facts, I right? Facts, facts. So, to me, it was completely pointless, utterly pointless. Um,. I like the fact that they did take the turnbuckle off. Oh, um, I got so scared. That thing came so close to so many Sammy people Guevara's landing head. on it. Yeah, man. Sammy Guevara came this close to landing on it. Um, I really wanted to see the chairman get busted open with a chair, but he didn't get busted open I with know. the chair. Oh, I agree. It was there. Sammy Guevara should have gotten that spot. Right. He should have been able to whack him over the head with that chair. And even if it didn't bust him open, have him blade it. You know, yeah. like, but those are the only couple of things I didn't like. Overall, I thought the match was fucking enjoyable. The wall of death. Yo. That was fucking great. The, the minute they did that, I was like, let the body set the floor. Let the body set the floor. It brought me back to like Hager and Warlow going against each other. 
I fucking uh, loved well, it. I don't think that they had enough shine, though. They like, didn't, I wish but they you had know what? Shine. We only get little bursts from both of them, and I have loved it. Yeah, it gets me scared because I'm hoping for more, but I'm also afraid to get my expectations, my own expectations up, my, and then further lead myself into disappointment. My thing is, they have given us nothing but good between the two, so it's leave it at that. Right, you know, like, like leave the table while you're winning, you know? When we did have the actual match between them, it was crap. But when they had the backstage brawl together, it was fun. When they were in this match together, it was fun. You can't have a full-on match between the two guys. Agreed, agreed. You know, but them in this kind of atmosphere was very enjoyable, very believable, very fun. Yeah. Um, I loved seeing Santana Ortiz the way they were. <gasps> Man, yo, I was like, for a second, I was like, yo, Santana, whose side you on? You rocking that white white beater. You should have <laughs> been rocking a black white beater. What you doing? I thought you was back in black. <laughs> but you representing the white side over there on Pinnacle? You taking the white pan what the white pineapple over there? Come on now. <laughs> I was shitting like stupid hard on it. But he he also reminded me, I was trying to ask you, what's his name from Half-Baked? And he was like, Cuban B? I'm like, yes! Cuban B, yes! <laughs> I felt so much like this guy. And um, Samson. And I... Um, Want to talk to Samson? And I just, yo, I couldn't help it when I saw Santana. That's all I saw is <laughs> Cuban B. <laughs> I'm like waiting for him to do like a mind move or something. <laughs> but I do love that dead president style kind of makeup coming out like that. And, uh, you know, being a traditional New York brawler style with the way they were. Um, Ortiz was my favorite of the two. Okay. Um, and yeah, like, I think it was, it was fun match. It was fun. I don't think it was. I don't. I, I'm. A, I'm sad to say. I don't think it's one of the best that we've seen. I still think the bunkyard match was that bunkhouse match. That bunk bunkyard. <laughs> I will forever call it a bunkyard. The bunkhouse match was so memorable to me. It stands out so much more. And I thought that this would take over it. But it's like, oh, everybody bled, mm -hmm. and then there was this wonky little ending. But it was a great match. It was fun. Hold it was on. Fun. Was the post-match wonky, or was the end of the match wonky? Post-match? Post-match is what happens after the bell rang. Just like with the lack of Kaboom. That was post-match. The whole match for the Barbaria match oh. was phenomenal. Post-match oh. sucked. Same thing with this. Post-match sucked because of the camera angle. I think, yeah. Well, post the it didn't start in post-match, though, because you're saying that the bell rang is when they surrendered, right? Um, when some, when Guevara said... We surrender. We surrender, we give up, because MJF threatened that he'll if they don't give up, he'll throw Jericho over the edge, which we all knew he was going to throw over anyway. Yeah. But, you know, you had to have uh, Guevara going, no, my best friend, don't do it. Fine, but... Uh, I Like, it started... For me, before that, it started for me when I saw Jericho pulling out the blade. I wish, okay. I wish he wasn't pointing the hard camera when he was doing it because he unfortunately was on the side where the hard camera was to completely see him doing it, and that's where I caught it, and I couldn't stop staring. And I was just anticipating the whole time when he's gonna blade, and I fell apart from the buildup of the story of what they're gonna you do got from here. Taken out of the. I got taken away from the story. Yeah. The in-ring story. So, it was great build-up, and we all knew what was going to happen. Um, I'm glad the guys had their highlights, and everybody had their own different showcasing. I just feel bad for Cash Wheeler, who barely got to do anything in the match because he was blinded. Yeah. But you can't wipe blood from your eyes, dude. I've tried it. You can't. Nah. So... Cash was like completely like done after he got yeah. busted open. Sadly. That's why he was sitting in the corner most of the match. Yeah. Unless he, like somebody was picking him up and helping him and telling him, okay, you gotta do suplex with me. Okay, yeah, something. You, you're gonna get thrown into the ropes. You come back. You hit me. Just do a clothesline. Right. Just something. But like, poor guy. So. Poor fucking guy. <laughs> shockingly, Guevara was the highlight for me on this inner circle side. Oh, I love that he was. I'm Who was glad. the highlight for you on the pinnacle side? Uh, sadly, MJF. Okay. Because MJF showed this dark side of him that I was waiting to see. I liked it. 
Uh, that shot of him on top of the cage, though. What, yeah, bloodied. exactly. He did that Britt Baker shot. He yeah. did. And when and Cody Rhodes had a nice shot, too, because even though Cody Rhodes busted open out of nowhere, he had a sexy-ass, hot-looking, blood, uh, bloodied face. That thank you he gave with the blood just dripping down his face. Yeah, that, that was hot. That, right, that was awesome. Shit. That was awesome. That was That's a great way to end the you. fucking night. Thank you. Um, and it was, like, perfectly heard, too. So Very vocal. He had... Good diaphragm in that shit. That comes from his singing voice being on fucking. Oh man, being on Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> his cute little ass, you know. But um, it was a very enjoyable match. I think this was a little better than the Kaboom. I don't think the uh, the Kaboom traumatized me, dude. Like it just really traumatized me. I was hey, it like traumatized a lot of people. You know, the buildup I had with you teaching me the history of it and then seeing what it was and I was like, oh man, that means they're gonna top this shit. And it wasn't, they under, the one mankind did was way better. I, I think we'll and end up. And that was wonky as hell. I think we'll end up seeing uh, a redemption next year. I'm, I'm sure they will because this wasn't in the wrestler's fault. It wasn't directors or anything. It was totally the pyrotechnical person's fault. It was all their fault. It was people timing it and whatever. It was it was all fucked Guys, up. Guys, you get a case of fireworks. Some of them are just you not going to work. You don't know how fucked up people are pranking people back there. You don't know who got paid from WWE. It was like, yo, fuck this up. Nah. I, I, st- I swear it wasn't that. I, tell I know you. it wasn't that. I sus- That's your conspiracy. I think this person got paid under the table. And he was like, throw this. Just by four seconds. Just four seconds. Throw it away. And I'll give you like. 500k and I do is like yeah because I'm just pyrotechnic and I only get 40k a year so fuck yeah he took his money and ran that little wimp that little bitch he got fired I bet you right 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 no. right no nope taking you back to fancy island listen listen taking you back to fancy island if it really was okay me coming back from fantasy island if this dude really fucked up he's still working there and everything like that I hope that he just learns from his mistakes and and goes to show that this is really a lot of dedication to your job because like you're not only doing something that's part of your work you're also delivering entertainment for millions of people around the world who love seeing what you're able to do to bring this entertainment to life because they couldn't do this without them without the tech the uh, special effects guys they wouldn't have been able to perform this kind of thing right like these performers just know how to wrestle <laughs> they don't know how to do fucking wiring and all that shit well i don't know that but I, I you know i digress so for the night itself um my takeaway yeah aw could learn two things one better cam- camera angle shots which we have been talking about since day I've one been, of i've been our bitching podcast. about that for a minute day one of our podcast we've been talking about camera angle shots they have always fucked up every fucking camera angle shot and they don't know camera angle 101. They um, don't. They don't. I, look, I don't know much, but I know that they are fucking up the camera angles 100%. Um, and two, refs need to step their game up. Yes, yeah, 100%. Seriously. Besides seriously. that, wrestlers are on point. Wrestlers kind of know what the fuck they're doing. I am all game for whatever the fuck is going to happen with... Uh, MJF next. I want to see where they're going to go next. Oh, what do you think they are going to do? I mean, yo, how many heel factions are there? You know, like, what other factions can they go against? Well, Nightmare Factory is like five peoples now. Me personally, I would have them all go for titles. Party Party is starting to build up his factory. Okay, you want to know what I would do? I would do an invasion. I would How? do a pinnacle invasion of Impact Wrestling. Oh, shit. 100%. On Impact? On Impact. Why? Have them just... Dis- Why? They took out the best that AEW's got to offer. Let's go somewhere else and destroy them. You know? Wow. Like, why not? That's a lot to say. I don't know. Like, I, I don't see how they would like connect well into like another company like that but I mean with this forbidden door open I don't see I why know, not I know but uh I don't know cause yo you take all the head baby faces of Impact Wrestling like you could take 
Rich Swan, Chris Bay. You could take Moose. You could take fucking Sammy Callahan. And you can take either Trey Miguel or... Yeah, these are all your boys, huh? Yeah, I know all these people. <laughs> um, or like an Ace Austin. And put them against them, yo. Like, five on five. The best of the best. Like, you got Big Man versus Big Man. Moose versus uh, Wardlow. You know, you got this. You give Ace Austin to Sean Spears. You get a tag team. Put them against fucking uh, FTR. And then you got Rich Swan, who is the face of the company at this point. Even though he lost the title, he's still the face of the company. Mm. I'm just over here like, yo, we need an interpromotional real Survivor Series. That's where I'm at. Okay. But overall, getting back to the night, I loved it. First War Games in the book, I loved it. Yeah. Um, I think it was not as good as most of... Well, no. It was just as good as most of NXT's War Games shows. Oh. But it didn't beat every single one. There may be one or two War Games that NXT did better. Okay. But this wasn't supposed to be War Games. This was legit just to be supposed to be about blood like a blood feud yeah you know and i loved it for the people who like the bloodlust yeah you know what like it was the czw like coming out of us uh i'm all for it bring back ecw shit i'm good thanks guys i had a fun night i had a fun show last night yeah you know what do you what would you rate the whole show in general give it a four a four i would say the same thing a four out of five i think is a fair enough thing um, what bumped it down from being like a four and a half was the Britt Baker squash match mm-hmm. and the confusion that the fucking refs gave me. Because to be honest, every wrestler was awesome. Like, I'm not going to count the botches that uh, Inner Circle had or anybody had at the end because, yo, there's blood everywhere. You can't see shit. I don't blame you for not being able to no. fucking perform right. You jump, you fall, you fall. That's That makes sense to me. But there's the, when a ref has clear sight, nah, you're confusing me, bro. Like, what's going on? That's clearly a three count. That's mm-hmm. clearly... I swear there was one point where he, the ref counted, I heard only one hit on the floor, and he pointed out two. I'm like, you counted one. What do you mean two? What do you mean two? Like, I think... Get carajo, coño. So, for me, that's what bumped it down to the four with those things. And that's it, because everyone else was great on their performance level. It was great matches all around. Everybody performed great. Storylines have finished. Right. I like where they're going, and now I'm glad to see what's going to happen for uh, Double or Nothing is next. Yep, and the first match announced was Britt Baker versus Karushita for the title. And I hope she finally fucking gets this title, because she deserves it. She's number one ranked in the system, and I bet she would fucking actually defend it, Mm -hmm. unlike Hikaru is, who's just sitting there over there trying to learn English. She's got, what, three matches? This year so I far? don't know, but all I know is I don't like where she's going. I wish that she they would just let her speak Japanese, and just let her that just translate it in the bottom. Like we have Penta El Cero Miedo with Alex. Mm-hmm. Why don't we get Nakazawa with her? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm being racist with that, but I don't know somebody to team up with Hikaru who is from Japan who can translate for her who is a mouth. Dude, you could do Doc Gallows with her she even. She needs a... Oh, my God. Doc Gallows <laughs> knows Japanese. They're f- they've been in Japan for years. Yeah. I didn't... Well, I didn't yeah. know. S- see, someone who's a mouthpiece. They don't see, have to be Japanese. They, I'm someone looking at the rankings right now. Someone who knows how to talk and that they know the language. Get, teach this person how to talk because Hikaru doesn't sell me on her talk. Yeah, dude. Chita has only three matches this year. I am here to defend the women's title. Um, I, I can't be convinced when you try and too hard. I, I commend her for, like, trying to speak English, but it doesn't captivate me. I want her to talk in her language, and I want it to be subtitled, and I want to be feared. I want to believe in her. Okay, you know what? Perfect example of that? That John Moxley promo that we saw last night for the IWGP US title. Yes, um, exactly. His opponent, straight up speaking Japanese, Subtitles. John Moxley. And then he said everything else in Japanese. And he's like, basically, he's going to come for the title. And he sounded amazing. So, like, why couldn't this girl do the same thing? Look, Sheeta's going to be on the back burner for a little bit after Britt Baker beats her. Sheeta only has three wins, guys. Three wins. 
Ty Conti has three losses and ten wins. Like, come on. Like, so sad. I just it makes me upset. Britt Baker is eight and one. That's all that matters. She's no more contender. Yep. She's gonna win this match coming out of double or nothing, and we are gonna be in a new era of women's title defenses. Yes, I hope that they keep evolving the women's titles. I like that they are introducing the women. I just want them to put in women. You know, like like I wish it was Britt Baker versus Layla Hirsch. But I think yeah. that they're building Lila Hirsch up right now. Um, so I would actually, and have, she's on dark, so I it's different. Would have preferred her versus Ty Conti. Britt Baker versus Ty Conti. Yeah, yo. Yeah, because they have a close record too. But you know that's gonna add another loss to Ty Conti's record, and she she right now in the women's title has the most losses. But um, Britt Baker is not too far behind with Thunder Rosa and Nyla Rose. So um, next week we have three title matches. With that yeah. IWGP title match, we have Miro versus Darby Allen Darby for the uh, TNT title. Mm-hmm. Which, if Miro becomes the face of TNT, that would be great. Thank you. What Put him in the fucking for spotlight him. for once. What a redemption for him if it is. And we got the Young Bucks against SCU. So SCU's gonna break up. I see you later. I see you later, yo. Nick is gonna say it. I'm calling it now. Nick. Nick's yep. gonna be the dick. Nick is Nick gonna the be dick. the dick. Nick the dick is gonna be like, see Nick, you later. The dick. Nick, Nick the dick. Oh my god. Sorry guys. He said it on me, bro. <laughs> That's it, guys. Um, enjoy thank the show you, next week. Yes, thank you so much for listening into our podcast. We're so thankful that you keep listening to us and supporting us. We hope that you have an awesome week and that you tune in next time for our next show. We are really hoping to keep going back to the... Every Thursday night. Every week. Yeah, because we had a week missed last week because we were apart. So I was in Jersey, Derek was in New York. So we couldn't really quite podcast well. But uh, regardless, thank you so much again. You can follow us on our social medias. You could follow us at Twitter and Instagram. Um, Demonic follow- underscore lunacy for me. And you got me at Phoenix Bay. We hope to see you guys soon. And we love you. Take a sleazy. Later.